Hi everyone, my name is Cody Daly, and I am one of the co-hosts for the How to College First Gens podcast. Today I'm here to further introduce myself and share my first generation story with you all. My first generation story is super special to me, and it's a lot of what drives me to do the work that I do each and every day as a school counselor at a high school. But before we get into that, let me go ahead and share with you some of the background information of my childhood. I grew up for much of my childhood in a very small town near the Kentucky border. I lived in that town through all of elementary school. And then the summer between the fifth and sixth grades, my family, we relocated to Illinois. And more specifically, we relocated to Galesburg, Illinois, a small town in west central Illinois, nearing the border of Iowa. Galesburg was where my mother was from, and it's where my grandparents live. We lived with my grandparents for a couple years when we first moved there before my mom was able to get a home for us. Galesburg is a really special place. It is a hardworking, blue-collar town, and Galesburg has given me so many opportunities, some of which have to do with my first-generation story. So speaking of my first-generation story, so growing up, I had no concept of first-generation. I had no understanding of that term, that word, that concept. And it wasn't until the eighth grade that I realized what it meant. And the reason I realized what it meant was because in the eighth grade, my mom received a packet of papers one day in the mail, and it was about this program called the George Washington Gale Scholars Program. Now, the George Washington Gale Scholars Program was a local program funded by the city and private donors, I believe. It was for a low-income, first-generation college students, and I received it because I was identified as being that student. The purpose of the George Washington Gale Scholars Program was to provide access for low-income first-generation students in my community to a college education. If you were inducted into the program, and if you were selected for the program, you would participate through the program all four years of high school. They had different requirements for us. We had to do a certain number of community service hours. We had to go to certain events. They would have like events each quarter that we would go to. We did have meetings that we would also attend. I believe those were monthly meetings. But as long as we did that and maintained a certain GPA, we would then gain the benefits in college. The benefits were this program would pay for two years at the local community college, which was Carl Sandburg College. Then after that, they would pay for two years at the local private liberal arts school, which was Knox College. Roughly, that total would have been above $100,000. That's how much that numerically would cost. Growing up, my mom set very high expectations academically. I was the type of kid who I was nervous if I had to bring home a B, even if it was a B plus, because in my household, my mom was like, A's are what we do. A's are the grades we earned. Now, I don't know why she was so hard on that. Part of me now as a counselor thinks she knew that I would need to 
get some sort of money for college, obviously growing up in a low-income uh, single-parent household. Nevertheless, she set those high expectations, and she set college as an expectation. We wouldn't talk in depth, but there was always an assumption that I would go to college. There was always an assumption of that. Now, how we would get there, we never talked about. We never talked about how. Um, I had no concept of how much college costs when I was in high school whatsoever. I can't even imagine what I thought. But we never discussed how we would pay the bill. So, as you can imagine, getting this information, this packet of papers about this really special program, I was excited, but my mom was even more excited. And I think because for the first time, she was probably able to see a realistic path for me to go to college. So with this program, you had to apply. After that, you had to interview. You were selected for interviews. So if you passed the first stage, you were selected for interviews. I remember that I interviewed and, <laughs> I mean, if you can imagine, so I interviewed and I believe it was like principals and even like people from the district office. I just, I didn't know who the people were who were interviewing me, but I knew that they were very well dressed. They wore button ups and ties. They were people I'd never seen before. They seemed like important people. So I will never forget. I'll be completely honest. That interview, I don't remember it. <laughs> I was so nervous that I, I just was focusing so much on the answers that I, I, I don't even remember the interview. But. After a couple weeks, they announced which students were selected, and I was one of the students that was selected. We got inducted. My mom cried a bunch, you know, tears of joy, of course. And then just like that, I was in the program. And throughout high school, I attended the meetings. I did the community service that was required. I joined the necessarily clubs, the number of clubs I needed to. I, I was very well above the GPA threshold. Nearing my senior year of high school, I wanted to apply to some colleges. And I did apply to a mix of colleges, even though I already had this potential program in my back pocket. And I applied to some other really good schools. And I remember I, I wanted to go away to college. I wanted to experience something new. That was a conflict for me and my mom because she knew that realistically, the best option financially was the Yale Scholars Program. And I just remember saying, you know, mom, but I want to go to this school. I want to go to that school. It's a better school. And my mom just kept saying, Cody, none of these schools that you mentioned are free. The schools that you will go to, like Knox, Knox is one of the top liberal arts colleges in the Midwest. Knox is just as good, if not better, than those other schools. So I ended up following through. I ended up doing two years at a community college. I didn't mind it. It was it was a, a good experience. And then I eventually made it to that four-year school. Knox was such an interesting experience for me. It was full of highs and lows. And I think full of some lessons that I think a lot of first-generation students can relate to. One of the first lessons I think I ever learned was seeking help. In my first semester, I took a chemistry course because I was planning to major in biochemistry. I wanted to become a pharmacist because pharmacists make a lot of money. Well, I was failing 
out of the chemistry class. I was bad at it. I did okay in high school, but at the next level, I struggled. I will never forget, you know, I was a part of the TRIO program at my college. My TRIO advisor kept wanting to meet with me. She could track my academic progress. She could see that I was struggling. That struggling was was transferring to some other classes, and I was not doing well. You know, we would schedule an appointment, and I'd have to cancel. We'd schedule an appointment, and I'd have to cancel. We scheduled an appointment, and I would miss it. I was sick or something. And then finally, my advisor was very honest with me, and she said, why are you avoiding me? Please come see me. It was a Saturday morning. We met at her office. We talked about my plan. We talked about my challenges. And it was scary to me to feel like I was failing, especially around my peers, who many of whom had college in their families and who seemed to know how to do everything. And I'll never forget her saying that it's okay to struggle. It's okay to go through these moments, but we have to seek assistance and we have to work through it instead of avoiding it. So that was one of the first lessons I learned. And that that really impacts me on so many levels. I will say that that was a low, but ending on a high. Knox College and, and going to college gave me so much outside of just an education. It gave me the opportunity to choreograph dances for our dance troupe. Yes, I did that. I know. I even am surprised to this day, but I did that. It gave me the opportunity to meet people from all over the world. I have become friends with people from all over the globe. Knox has a pretty sizable international population. Uh, they also recruit from all 50 states pretty competitively. I was able to meet people from all walks of life, which really impacted me personally. And Knox gave me the opportunity to see a life outside of what I've always known. So, for example, at the end of my junior year, I was a Latin major, and we did a two-week study, mini-study abroad in Rome, Italy. And believe it or not, but when we flew to Italy, that was my first ever flight, ever. So now, any flight seems short to me because my first flight was like a 13-hour flight to Italy. And I, to this moment, still miss it. I met so many interesting people, learned so many different things. It allowed me to learn different cultures. And we talk a lot about college as it pertains to achievement. We talk a lot about college as it pertains to preparing for a career. But I think college provides you with so much. After college, I'll be honest, I did not know what I really wanted to do. I had At that point, I, I ended by becoming a political science slash international relations major. I knew I liked politics, but I didn't know how to get involved. I didn't know in what way I wanted to be involved. It seemed like you had to get a lot of experience or how to do that. And so out of college, I took a job that my professor emailed me, and it was to work with the Illinois Student Assistance Commission. They are the state financial aid college agency here in Illinois. And basically, my job was to help high school students with the college process. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. That sounds like it'd be fun. Sounds like it would be rewarding. And it was. And not only was it rewarding, but after just a couple of months, 
some of the counselors who I would work with at these different high schools, I would go to different high schools and do little office hours. And after just a couple of months, I'll never forget, one of the counselors came up to me in between students and she said, you enjoy doing this, don't you? And I said, yeah, I do. It's fun. She goes, yeah, you're good at it. Have you ever thought about going into school counseling? And I thought, honestly, no. When I thought about working in schools, I thought about being a teacher, which I had no interest in. No offense. Shout out to all the teachers. Uh, or or a principal. And I didn't want that much responsibility. I didn't want, you know, the, the big desk and the big chair necessarily. But I never thought about being a school counselor. So it wasn't until that moment until I realized what I enjoyed doing. I then decided to, a couple years later, once I could financially do it, I decided to go to grad school at DePaul University in Chicago. DePaul has a phenomenal school counseling program. It really helps you become not just a counselor, but a change maker. And I learned so much from my experiences at DePaul. And to close, I think when people ask me and students will sometimes ask me, what do you enjoy most about your job? Or how did you pick this job? Or how did you know that you wanted to be this? And I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with them. I didn't know for the longest time that helping students with college and career and helping guide them to their future was what I wanted to do. But I think I was destined to do it. I think it's what I'm put on this earth to do. And I think as a first generation student who's now a counselor, one of my professors at DePaul, he, he, I, he loved this and I, I had to steal it, but he also loved, he always loved to give us gifts. And I don't mean gifts like presents, but like, you know, physical presents, but he would give us presents. He would give us gifts. So he would say, I'm, I'm giving you the gift of self-assurance, or I'm giving you the gift of patience, or I'm giving you the gift of. And I always say that if I can give my students one thing, it's the gift of their future. I would like to give them a clear understanding of what their future may be and what they are destined for. That's why I do what I do. That's why I am at the point where I don't even feel like my work is work. It's just stuff that I enjoy. The work that I do is my life. And so I hope that I am until my very last year. I don't know when that will be. My very last year as a counselor. I want to keep being that person for my students, and I want to help connect my students to their future. So that is my first-generation story, and I look forward to learning more about everyone's first-generation stories through the How to College First Gens podcast. <laughs>